All right, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Gareth here, and as always, with my very good friend, Mr. Carl Anthony. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Here's just a thought. Can we maybe stop with the the my very good friend? Like, if you don't know that we're friends by now, then, you know, go back and listen to last week and the week before. I was listening to some other podcasts, and there's one of our favorites, um... And there are two, I won't name, well, you know what? It's called Smart List. Jason Bateman, uh, Will Arnett, um, the other guy from Will and Grace. I can't remember his name. Anyways, they don't sit there and say, and I'm joined by. So anyhow, let's just get into her. All right. we. we... Uh, I'm good. Thank you, my friend. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Um, I, I will uh, address just my introductions moving forward. Thank you for uh, your uh, tips there. Yeah. Um, so. We are going to dive into a topic we've been playing around with, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand it over to you to talk a little bit about it, but I'll pre-frame it by saying there's going to be some, there's going to be some conflicting views on this, I think, and okay. not only between us, but also between everyone listening today to the episode, or wherever you're listening, um, about the whole concept of working harder versus working smarter or working harder, working smarter, whatever you want to refer to mm. it as. But I know you had a few thoughts that you wanted to kick off with because I'm interested to hear a little bit more and then interested to kind of give my give my thoughts on it. And I think this one will stir up some conversations um, in the uh, comments as well. Well, okay, so... In the comment section, maybe the first thing we will address is, um, in my opinion, how I believe the quote is actually said, and it's work smart, not hard. That, that I think pop culture would agree that in today's society, most people would say work smart, not hard. But if you look back, the entomology of it is, it's, it's a quote from the 30s, 1930s. And I forget the guy's name, but he was an industrial engineer. And in order to make sort of increased productivity within his factory, the actual quote is work smarter, not harder. And the problem I have with how we have interpreted it is that, well, there's a lot of assumptions being made. First, the, the and you know, I, you know I love semantics and, and, and I, I, I get, sometimes get caught up in, in the lexicon of, of being actually specific, but the quote itself doesn't suggest to not work hard. It says work smarter, not harder. And for those that are perhaps not born in a certain decade, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as safe as possible. It would be easy to interpret that, oh, well, I don't have to work hard at all as long as I work smart. But that's not true. What it's suggesting is, let's assume you are already working hard. And if you work smarter, your output, your productivity, your results will be intrinsically increased. 
The other problem I have is that quote, again, certain demographics of individuals, you know, we're in this, we're in this brutal cancel culture right now. And we live in a time where everything, whether it's how you identify your pronoun, your gender, um, everything needs to be categorized. Everything is, is viewed as mutually exclusive. And if that exclusivity doesn't fit into someone else's brain category, they cancel it. And my fear is, if given the two options in today's society, option one is work smart, as we would perceive smart work being conducted, and one is work hard, and we would, as we would perceive work hard, I think today's culture and today's society, they're going to separate those two things. And if given the choice, how many people are going to put their hand up for working smart? Yeah. Because working hard, and I've 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 had a I've had a version of this conversation with, I've said this before, but I'm very fortunate to live in a community where there's a lot of families and all the dads usually get together on the weekends and, and we have, you know, we have some cocktails and listen to music and light a fire in the winter, blah, blah, blah. So I've, I've had the privilege of having this type of a conversation. And it so happens that several of the dads in my community are construction workers and they work in the trades, plumbing, construction, et cetera. And it's interesting because their optics would be that society would view tradespeople as working hard, not necessarily smart. And executives and technology and office-based people work smart, perhaps not necessarily hard. So it's yet another layer of, of segregating those two philosophies and i i know i'm i'm ranting but the the totem will be yours momentarily if we look at other core disciplines in our own ecosystems just as an example if we look at fitness a, a good example and i'll speak for myself personally, I'm trying to trim down on some body fat. Um, I don't mind mentioning. Uh, it's, it's for vain reasons. I have a vacation in the winter. Um, augmenting my physique. Yes, there's some intelligence behind it, but there is, in addition, a lot of friggin' hard work. So fitness fitness it's not mutually exclusive you have to be smart about your fitness and you have to work hard at it and i know excuse me i know that the knock academy one of the greatest attributes to working with you guys is that you can take the smart out of it let let the knock academy worry about the smart you do the hard right but it's still they coexist you and i are both married we both have children we, we, as we say on in our intro, we're both sons and et cetera. 
relationships. There's a lot of intelligence. There's a lot of smart choices and smart communication that happens in a relationship. But anyone that's been married for any length of time knows it's also hard work. <laughs> and anyone says that it isn't, they're lying. Um, any athlete, any athlete that's the top 20% of their field, there's intelligence and hard work. There's smart and hard. So, I mean, I could go on and on. I guess maybe the last example would be income, the money that we make. Somebody that simply works hard has a finite amount of income that, that they can earn. If you attach intelligence, if you attach smart to it and hard work, that's when it becomes exponential growth in your earning potential. So we started this by saying that this could be somewhat controversial. I find it hard to believe that anything I said is, is disagreeable. And the problem I have is we're creating this philosophy throughout society and we're propagating it you know, constantly in these baloney conversations that 20-year-olds are having. And, and I was at a cottage last weekend and my buddy allowed his two mid-20-year-old sons to join us and listening to these two guys talk about, oh, work smart, smart, not hard. Like, you don't get it. It's both. So it needs to be both. There's my, there's my rant. Thank you for listening. See you Goodbye. next week. <laughs> I need um, some water. <laughs> I, do, I do agree with the concept. Um, and it's interesting because I guess I looked at the, you know, and, and for full you know, disclosure so everyone knows where these conversations come from, they often start on a text chain at the beginning of the week. And then we come around to this topic to talk about. And I was actually looking at it thinking. Usually me sending you a text at one o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep. While <laughs> like, I'm cozy in my bed. And then I read yeah, it at 5 a.m. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess maybe I saw that as a maybe there was kind of like almost where you disagreed with the, the concept of it. But it sounds like there's just an expanded view on the concept which I'm not surprised about now I've heard you say it. And I think it, it my, it, and what I wrote down actually isn't as relevant now as what I'm thinking, but I'm going to say it almost, and it makes sense that the smart, smarter comes down to intelligence and knowledge. And maybe that comes in, not your knowledge and intelligence, but someone else's. And I'll give a few examples to explain what I mean. Let's you, you mentioned fitness. So I'm going to use fat loss as an example, because it's a goal that people want. They want to lose weight. They want to lose fat. You mentioned it, trimming down a bit, reducing some body fat. When you work really, really hard, you may not get the end result that you want. Example being somebody continues to eat the same amount of calories and doubles up their cardio exercise without realizing that there's so much nutritional science within that concept of, yes, you technically are expending more energy doing cardio than you're taking in, but it's way bigger than that. And you have to understand all this stuff over here about, you know, and I'm not going to bore everyone, but you need to understand how when you work out and you do lots of cardio, you're not stimulating muscle growth as much. And that results in you burning more calories at rest. You're not taking into I... <laughs> Sorry. I just, to everyone listening, I just, 
If you don't exercise, I just want to give this comment Gareth made some context here because it is so flipping depressing. I, I work hard when I work out. I'm usually a puddle. And I, I wear, I have a technology on my wrist that tracks calories and it's an estimate, I grant you. But an average workout active calories is going to be between three and 400, give or take. Some might be a bit more, some may be a, little, a bit less. Last night, um, my wife is out at a function. Kids are in bed. I've got the house to myself. I put on a really bad movie, but I'm loving it. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I have a small amount of calories left in my daily allowance. I'm going to treat myself. I go and I get like this pathetically minuscule little bowl of sour key candies. There's like eight of them. I'm looking at this bowl. And I've read the package. I know that's like 280 calories. And I'm thinking to myself, son of a gun. I had to work an hour and five minutes to burn that off. And I'm going to eat these eight sour keys in 13 seconds. The hard work meant nothing because I wasn't smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's so true. I ate them, by the way. Yeah, good. I ate them. I'm glad you did because we all need some sour key candies in our life. But <clears throat> it confirms exactly that when there's when there's what we perceive to be the simple element, and it's easy to say calories in, calories out, and that is simple. But you know, I've mentioned this before in the show. Sometimes you're you need a filter for all the information out there, and it, and it, if you know the the deeper knowledge behind it, and that you need to think about the types of food you eat, you need to understand how that reacts in your body. You need to understand how muscle has an impact on the calories you burn. You also need to understand that a you mentioned a smartwatch and a device that tells you the um, it's estimated to be anything between fifteen and ninety percent overestimation, depending on the device. Plus, yeah. then you got to look at the food. You said you checked out the calories in the food label. They're allowed to be twenty percent incorrect when they print those by law so there's all this and this is just me sharing information about something that i'm very passionate about but it shows you how the smart sometimes is is and my point i'm trying to make is is it knowledge is it rather than the smarter harder is it just the more not it becomes relevant sure. when there's more knowledge right so when we have more yeah. knowledge we can work harder but we're not pounding the treadmill for two hours thinking that this is the best way to lose fat because it's not but if you don't know that, you don't know that. So I think the point I'm trying to make is it does work. Working smarter is important, but that doesn't make it easy. And, and an addendum to that would be, and, and this may be different for everyone, but within your own ecosystem, maybe the first step is you have to actually define for you personally what and we talked about this last week metrics um what is smart and what is hard hard work might equal you know i've i've got a friend of mine um and he's not a close friend but i've got a friend of mine who he works 14 to 15 hours a day he would say he works very hard and i would say he works he does not work smart, not because he's not a smart person making smart choices, but because for me, my smart, my intelligence is time with my family, time with my friends, time with my loved ones, time with myself. 
that is smart. So his ecosystem, the smart and the hard align for me looking into his, it's ridiculous, right? And he may look at me and call me a lazy slacker because I only work, well, we've established this about three hours a day, but <laughs> that's not true, by the way. Um, so it, it's it, the other caution, and I, I didn't mention this in my opening rant, but the other caution is we as a, a people right now, because of such tremendous social influence through various forms of media, we are so vulnerable with our own, and I'll use your word, Gareth, with our own comprehension of knowledge that, you know, it's that the whole swimsuit model thing. When you you look at a person, a man or a woman in a swimsuit, and, and that becomes what you think you need to look like, right? That becomes your success metric. Well, if you're looking at a guy that's working 15 hours a day and he's worth $300 million and clearly he must be smart and hard. And if that becomes your metric, you're doomed because that's not your ecosystem. Hmm. So maybe we should have started this whole conversation with Gareth, what is smart to you and Gareth? <laughs> I can't. I think everyone well, knows why we're giggling like children. <laughs> well, I, I know what you were going to say. Uh, that, that we, we'll just leave it there. Um, yes, I agree, because there's metrics, right? We spoke about this on the last few episodes about metrics and how that's so important. And we talked about it when, you know, kind of managing our, our mental, physical, emotional state. Here's, and this is definitely not anyone that's listening is like, oh, yeah, I saw this coming. Um, but at, at the, um, the risk of... Uh, trying to self-promote our businesses, here's what I will say. We, I spoke about the knowledge side. And what I keep coming back to is when we talk about working smart, well, you've got to look at your ecosystem. So we both run businesses. We have to be smart. So for me, I can run my business. But if I'm in my business all the time, coaching and delivering and interacting and being with my clients, how can I run the business? Right. But there's heaps of really, really great coaches that are as good as me, if not better than me, or a different style or more appealing. I can hire those coaches. I can also invest in a program that teaches me how to automate things within my business. Yeah. So it's taking less time because instead of me trying to write a software program, I don't. I pay a company that supply my software to me. Right. So I'm looking as a business owner and someone else looking in as a client could look in. And I mentioned the filter thing is. There's all this information in health and how do I know what workouts to do, what to eat, well-being, all this stuff that's clouding my vision. I need someone that acts as a filter for that. Well, that's what we do in our business is we're that filter, right? We're going to make sure you get the workouts you need to get, when you need to get them, the right nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. Let's look at recruitment. There's people in those massive, huge organizations that are looking for people within their business, then they want them to be successful. How much time are they going to spend as a busy executive, the head of HR, whoever it is, filtering down all of those candidates, which 99% yes. of them, I'm sure you can attest to, are never going to be the right person. That's where they come to you and say, you know what, you're going to filter it down and you're going to find me the right person. And then I'm going to pay you for the privilege of then getting this awesome person coming into my organization. Yeah. I mean, so, it's... it's the the maybe the smartest thing to do is to outsource 
to someone else to do the hard work and those two are interchangeable sometimes the hard work is letting someone else do the thing that's smart i mean there's a lot that you and i don't know and oftentimes i mean i i know for both of us we both use some software to help run our business i'm not a software engineer so it, it was a hard decision but to let let someone else do the smart stuff in this instance so again, this goes back to those two things can coexist within your own ecosystem. You have to identify, I don't know why I pronounced it like that. <laughs> wow. Identify. Um, identify. You have to identify on a, on a scenario by scenario basis, what's applicable. You know, and it's, it's, so the cautionary lesson here is you are not one or the other in any facet of your life. You may think you are. And I guess if I'm just speaking plainly, stop using it as an excuse, please. All, all future candidates, all future fitness, people with fitness objectives, myself included, like stop, stop, stop using, oh, I'm not going to work hard because I'm working smart. You're being an idiot. So you're not. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's where you led to a really interesting point that just, just popped in my brain is this is where we get consumed because you might mention about our influence through, you know, the sources of media and what we see out there. You know, this affects our, our metrics, our personal metrics in our ecosystem, but it also causes us to fall into the i'm going to call it fall into the trap i might get some some feedback on that but fall into the trap of the i'm going to call them the hacks of life hack your fitness hack your nutrition yeah. hack your hack your job hack your work environment right sit on the beach all day and work from your laptop which granted some people probably do that very very well and it, but there's there's going to be in my opinion when we're hacking anything we're trying to speed up the process we're trying to be smarter to accelerate this outcome, yep. we typically end up with the opposite. And, you know, I'll, I'll give a few examples. You've only got to go on Instagram and, and search fat loss supplements or, you know, detox, detox fat loss, any garbage you want, and you'll find a million products. People won't, people will pay money for that, but they won't pay money to be put in an environment where they're led towards the hard work, whatever. And I'm talking fitness because it's what you I mean, do. Apple cider vinegar is not going to help me lose 35 pounds, Gareth. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, yeah. And that's the, pro that's where we fall into it is then where do we, where do we draw that line with, are we being, let's be quite honest, taken for a ride in a lot of instances. <laughs> and I, and the health and fitness industry is so such a cesspool of this stuff. Um, is we get taken for a ride over here because we're trying to, well, I can take this supplement and lose all yeah. this weight. No, the hard work needs to be done. Do you need someone to filter out that stuff for you and help you create a system that is, that does become smart, but you still need to do the hard work to your earlier point. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I have a bit of a reaction to the thought of being taken for a ride. That seems a little, um, a little conspiracy out of control. It also offloads accountability. 
to say we're being taken for a ride assumes that you don't have a say in it. And we do. I, I think sadly, I think sadly, there are far too many people, far too many people in, in Western civilization that, again, if given the option between smart or hard, they're allergic to hard work. And the disclaimer of their lives going to read on their tombstone is, you know, I'm a lazy prick, but I'm smart. Like that doesn't work, everyone. Like it doesn't work. And God forbid our children. I mean, you and I both have young, impressionable children, as I'm sure many of our listeners do. Can you imagine one of my kids is in grade six, the other kids in university. Imagine if, if the message I said to my children was, you know what, you're going to spend about 16 years in school. And I never want you to work hard at it. Just be smart. They'd be like, when? <laughs> you mean I don't have to do like so it's just it's it's I I there is there are a lot of expressions that cause me great pain and keep me up at night. This is probably mm, top 75. <laughs> um I love that you brought that up and uh, I'll not not that I'm pushing back because I agree with you that, you know, you, you're going to be, you're going to be a passenger, then, you know, expect that those things happen, right? You have to take control of your life and the decisions you make. We can all make decisions. What I will say though, is the flip side of that, having worked, you know, doing a lot of behavioral change and a lot of psychology that leaks into that is when things are, when we have a deep emotional connection to something, it's often it's not always to do with not wanting to do the hard work. It's just, you're in a place in life yeah. from an emotional and psychological stand where you get, you know, you kind of get taken for that ride. And the reason it happens is I'll give a couple of examples is get rich quick, right? Yeah. You know, you go into a marketing scheme, you, you buy into a thingy or you, you know, invest money in a business because you're promised all this because people are just so desperate and they're so emotionally pulled down by, not having any money, right? And that probably is as a result of many things. Um, and, you know, if they went away and worked on their, you know, their scarcity mindset and their abundance and they address these things would have a lot more benefit. However, people yeah. are like, well, maybe I'll get rich quick or maybe I'll lose a hundred pounds if I take this product. And then people get on. And that's what I mean, maybe with the, like the, the train, the perceived train is going towards the hundred pound loss or making a million dollars. And, and you're like, I want on, like I'm, I'm buying a ticket. Like I'm on the yeah. train I'm, and I'm being taken for a ride. What I realize when I get there is it's not actually going where it said it was. That makes sense. That was a terrible analogy, the, but I'm, I'm, I said it now. <laughs> the, the examples that you just gave. Um, and I, I don't think we're going to get into it this week, but that's actually kind of an interesting segue to a concept that you and I, you know, it's been near and dear to our hearts for many years, but one that we wanted to discuss on this platform is be the pebble. Uh, we're not, again, we're not going to, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to get into that this week, but I think maybe next week's show, we could, we could talk a little bit more about be the pebble and what that actually means, because as you as you identified those examples, you know, and, and fitness is a is a great example. Uh, income is a great example. You know, these are all things that have, if you listen, they have metrics and they have KPIs, but they're gradual. They don't happen overnight. They 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 take 
many long-term consistent choices. And that really ties in to the whole be the pebble concept that I, I, I certainly live by, which makes no sense. Everyone right now is going, what? Yeah. But we'll talk about it next week. We'll, we will open up next week's episode with a little bit of a, 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 an informal chat about that, that concept and what it means. And I'll also share that, you know, to finish today's show is when you look at the, the ecosystem of the world or on a macro level, however you want to, you know, we're talking about our kind of experiences and maybe what, you know, what happens when we, we make those choices and try and be smarter is look at, you know, and you'll hear how this impacts us, but we also need to be aware when we look at the concept of be a pebble, which we're going to break down is there's also an accountability on us as human beings to be authentic and show up in the world. And I'm sure that's kind of where you were going with it is that when we, when and I'll use the phrase I use, you get taken for a ride. Somebody's responsible for that. Yeah. So we're, we're going to dive into that. Um, definitely. We'll, we'll kick off the show with it next week. Uh, any, any final thoughts? Well, we, 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 and, oh, yes, I do have a final thought. Um, you and I are always truthful with each other. So in the spirit of complete honesty, it has not been every single night. There have been two nights where I completely forgot, but five of the past seven nights I have, I have journaled. I have done the PEG. Uh, I'm, I'm, I still think I'm a buffoon, uh, but it's, it's like cough medicine. I'm, I mean, I'm forcing myself to do it. Eventually it'll, it will become habitual and eventually I'll become more eloquent. The, but yeah, I, I wanted to share because, you know, we're, we're big advocates of accountability. And I think if, if I can't share how, you know, I've held myself accountable, then, you know, how do we expect our, expect our listeners to hold themselves or each other accountable? So I wanted to share that. And then in the spirit of that, perhaps some homework uh, for everybody to contemplate and or, you know, discuss or reach out to us uh, is, you know, look at some of the core areas of your own ecosystem and perhaps try and discern the smarter, harder mentality, you know, where, where, where are you pointing your energy and in which of those two disciplines are you pointing your energy in certain parts of your own ecosystem? And are there ways to sort of cross pollinate if you were smarter in the things that you are working hard at, or if you worked harder at the things that you are smart in, to just maybe get a bit of an understanding of how to create some, some self-awareness within your own ecosystem pertaining to work smarter and harder, which would be my sort of, I would augment the quote, work smarter and harder, ask for help, have a mentor, journal. I mean, we could make this quote 16 paragraphs long, but <laughs> so yeah, just do, do some homework, do some moments of, of reflection. Yeah. Yeah. I love that powerful place to finish. Uh, I will, I will wrap up the show by just saying, we appreciate you listening in. We're early on in the journey and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll continue to stumble through bits of it, but it will uh, no doubt 
some of what we spoke about will resonate with you, but also with someone that you love and care about, maybe someone you work with, maybe it's someone in your family. So we'd appreciate if you just share it, share it on your social media channels, shoot somebody the link of the show. It's all very easy to do through all podcast platforms. And it really does help. You know, we're putting this show together. We're trying to get it out there to more and more people and make an impact. So we hope that you can help us do that. And thanks for listening. We will catch you on next week's show.